Alléluia. Alléluia. The audacity of faith in the glory. Now Moses, we start with Moses. Moses was a man that Thank you. I need to go on. I will never go on. <laughs> I like the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, the Holy Spirit wish first stuff. I just say, do that one. Say, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll pray for you. Do you know any men called Francis? Francis. You guys like long time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I told you that in the glory there's no time. So you understand in the glory there is no time. You understand? I'm not sure you will see him. But the reason why we not talk to me about him, he want, to, he want me to tell you that he will, when he brings people under you, don't miss the opportunity to speak to them about him. You understand? As you are doing it, do it more. Speak to your people about him. Because he has set you for that assignment. He set you there so that you may be able, in a friendly way, share with the people the light that is inside of you. You, you understand? So you will be a man that will take people out of darkness into light. A man that, that won't need a pulpit to function. You will function without the pulpits, but you will be effective and powerful Amen. in what he's doing. Because by the time you knew Francis, you were all the same way. But now that God has turned your life around, God wants you to go back and just touch the lives of the people one by one. You understand? So now when you go at work, know that you are a missionary. You are not just a supervisor. You are a missionary. When you walk in there, you go with a mission. And you'd say, Lord, give me the soul of today. Amen. And you will see somebody walk in there. When you come to check your people, you somebody. And you will see what is going to happen. The anointing is coming upon your life now. 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 Yet it is. The power of God is coming. Ha ha. <laughs> Yet it is. Yet it is glory. 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 Help him. Hmm. You know, sometimes we talk to people and then they forget. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, Moses, in the book of Exodus chapter 14, something happened. Moses takes the people of Israel out of Egypt. He comes to a place and he meets he meet a situation. It's called the Red Sea. Hallelujah. Now, Moses means the rest in Exodus chapter number 14. If you, I want to give you Exodus 14, you can read 13 to 16 and 21 to 22. Exodus 14, 13 to 16 and 21 to 22. You don't need to read it here. Moses meets the situation. Moses was never taught how to cross the Red Sea. It was the first time in his life where he encountered a situation like that because Moses means saved out of the water. So his history with water was not to cross the water, it's to be saved from it. Hallelujah. So now he comes, he comes in front of the water, 
and the memory of salvation come. Who will save me out of this water? Because when I was a baby, God sent the daughter of Pharaoh to save me. Now I'm old, Pharaoh himself wants to kill me next to the water. Hallelujah. So I just want to submit to you that many times, hmm, many times, the things that you have breakthrough over can be the thing that can try to kill you later on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Moses has never, never encountered, except when he was a baby, he didn't know what to do. Now what did he do? He cries to God. Because he knows that only a savior can pull me out of this water. Now God said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Come on. God never taught Moses how to cross road rivers. Moses was exposed to the situation and Moses was expecting a savior and God said, why are you crying to me? Imagine. Lord, help me. He said, why are you asking me? Then he said to Moses, he said, stretch your hands and divide the waters. This blows my mind all the time. It feels to me that God was saying, you know the answer, why do you ask me? He said, stretch your hand. And you will divide. So all this time, the answer was on the shoulder of Moses. Those hands were the answer. But you are looking to God. And God said, no, what is next to you? Stretch it. Moses make the mistake to try. And by mistake, it worked. Hallelujah. You see, the problem with us Christianity is that sometimes we expect God to do so much that we forgot the ability he has given us. Sunday I will talk to you about wisdom again. I will explain to you some of this stuff. So what is happening is God said to Moses, stop, stop. You do something about the water. Imagine Moses, but God, what must I do? What must I do? Can I just stretch my hands and water is divided? And when Moses stretches in, remember, when Moses stretches in, nothing happened. How oh, you think something happened? Nothing happened. They said, the whole night, a wind came. So by the time Moses stretches in, he was not seeing anything. But he believed. Who asked him to stretch his hand? So when you walk with God, sometimes you will feel nothing. Sometimes when you pray, the things seem not to change. And you know what we do? When it seems not to change, doubts comes. Fear comes. And we can't do it anymore. We forgot that there is a night time where there is a move of the Holy Ghost. When it was at night, the wind came and splits the sea. So 
The wind couldn't come unless Moses stretched his hand. So, your breakthrough will not come unless you position yourself for the breakthrough. Healing will not come unless you position yourself for healing. Hallelujah. How do you position yourself for healing? I'll give you a key tonight. When you pray for a thing and it seems like not going, you talk to it and you say, you are gone. Even when I feel you, you are already gone. Because when you entertain it, it settles. If you tell it, it's gone. Even if you are dying, let your last breath say you are gone. If you are persistent, it will give way. Let the king of glory come. Who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong, mighty in battle. The gate ask, who is the king? And they have to explain to the gate who the king was before he left. So sometimes, when you stretch your hands, you need to hold on. Listen, when they cross another occasion, the first battle, Moses went on top of the mountain. And then, the people were fighting in the valley. And God said to Moses, the same hands are with you. You don't need to cry to me, just lift them. Moses sat on the top of a mountain, lift up his hands. And his hands were going, growing tired. Hallelujah. It seemed to me that sometimes even when you are on faith, you can get tired. Hey, it's normal. Sometimes we get tired because the situation seems not to move. And we kick against it. Then we feel, ah. And they said, two of his young men came. Come. Come. To shake, come. You and your husband. Lift up his head. Hallelujah. That's where we need one another. But now, but now, there is something that I can explain to you. When you lift up his hand like that, you are standing next to him. If you put on a perfume, you will smell. If he didn't, you will smell. Isn't it? (laughs) So instead of focusing on the smell, lift up his hand. So what people do when they know your weaknesses, they criticize you instead of helping you. But if you can help him, because when you are helping him, the victory there is not just his victory, it's our victory. So they, they held their hands like this. And when he was getting there, we were getting tired also, they put down stones. And the Lord said the whole day until evening, the man was like this. He was not like this for himself. He was like this for the crowd. He was already old. So he did it for the people. 
You see, some of the breakthrough that you are trusting God for is not your, actually your breakthrough. It's the breakthrough of a community. Because when God blesses you, he does not just bless you. He blesses you with people. Because when you get, when you get blessed, people enter the blessing. So it, it's your duty, people, to hold the hands of one another. When you see somebody tired, instead of kicking him, And then, you see, sometimes these two can get tired. So you can see, the hand is coming. The hand is coming. Then what to do? We rally more. Come. Come, by the way. Hold, listen. Hold her. Hold her. Hold the hands there. The hand that is getting tired. Hold. Now, there is much strength that comes. Huh? And after a while, these hands are getting tired. Come. Come. Have them. So you see, they're forming what we call the body of Christ. So the body of Christ is not a cancer that fights against the body. The body of Christ is people that help one another so that they can go strong in the Lord. So you see, you can come here and you might not like everything I do. You go there, you criticize me instead of praying for me. You take offense and you go home, it's in your heart. But you never prayed for me. We need people that can hold hands. I said we need, I said we need people that can bless and hold hands. Hallelujah. Can we give a hands to them? You can go and sit. Hallelujah. So, Moses, faith was helped by other people. This attitude of I can do it all in the kingdom tires us out. Sometimes you need to have people that you trust that can pray with you. Hallelujah. And you need to come to that place. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Moses divided the water. Here come Joshua. Joshua, that was among the generals of Moses, he was leading wars. After Moses was dead, Joshua came up. Hallelujah. So there was no competition between Joshua and Moses. It was different orders. The order of Moses and the order of Joshua. And no one was greater than the other one because they came in their time to fulfill different assignments. The problem with the body of Christ is you kill the ministers because they go to your meeting. Hey, this guy is more powerful than my pastor. Yeah. <laughs> and if your pastor cannot do that, he gets hurt and he wanted to come and he got into witchcraft because he wants the power to please his people. And you are the one ping, 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 talking and you are in that church for six months. Oh, I'm hurt. You, will, you go out. Then you are in another church. Then you say, this man, whoa, this man is really powerful. Uh, he's a really anointed man of God. But you don't even know the man. So instead of comparing people, hallelujah, instead of comparing people, pray for people. So, if you want your pastor to have a certain grace, ask God. Say, God bless him with that. Because if he's blessed with that, we will benefit. 
And instead of sitting there, he say, it does not happen. It does not happen. It does not happen. Does not happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hosanna. Hallelujah. Hosanna. Now, Joshua comes. And God said to Joshua, you have hands, but you won't use your hands. Moses had a stick. You won't go after that stick. The order has changed. Now you deal with priests. You are not dealing with stick. You are not dealing with your hands. You're dealing with priests because you are a warrior. So God said to Joshua, tell the priest that carry the ark. So Joshua was not carrying the ark, but he was a leader. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Joshua was a leader, but he was not the one carrying the ark. And do you know the ark was called the glory? So the leader didn't carry the glory. But people under him that carried the glory never despised him. Because they knew we can work together here. So, so, so what happened is that they said to, God said to Joshua, tell them to cross first, and you guys follow. Imagine, you know, our young people here, you lay hands on them today, tomorrow they go, they heal the sick, you are nothing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> when we hear they are doing their own meetings, you have nothing, you are nothing. Because they can prophesy over somebody, and they can heal the sick, they forget that it's not all about who carries the hawk, but to whom the instruction was given. <laughs> because although they carried the ark, God never spoke to them. Yeah, God went and spoke. He went and spoke to Joshua. And he said, go tell the people that carry the ark that they might move this way. And if they move like that, breakthrough will come. I enjoy this. So Joshua, tell them, you go into the water. They get there, they step into the water. The Jordan parts. And they walk. And then when everybody has gone, they go out. Listen, I'm telling you, your life is not about yourself. Come on now, come on now. Your life is, you must get that principle. Your life is not about you. Your life is about a community life in the kingdom. Meaning everything that God will ever give you, you should ask God, what is the purpose of this? When I seek God and I pray, it's not about me anymore. I have my relationship with the Lord. But when I sit in his presence, it's for you. I sit, I say, Lord, talk to me. They are coming and they have an expectation on you, and you put me there for you. What do you want to meet in the room? So, I don't need a word of knowledge for myself. Do you understand that? I don't need it. But every word of knowledge that comes is for you. Have you seen me giving word of knowledge over myself? It doesn't work like that. Have you seen a tree eating his own fruits? So whatever you are, if it's in ministry, in business, 
in whatever you do, if you are a teacher, my sister, whatever you are, you are there for the upliftment of people. So when you miss that, you get frustrated. When you miss that, you become greedy. Hallelujah. Because you don't understand the principle of distribution anymore. I'm preaching about the gospel of the kingdom. Eh? Gospel of the kingdom is about distribution. It's not about acquiring. It's about distribution. You become like the Jordan. Listen, the reason why God used a lot with the Jordan River, because it flows. There is something that God does not talk about a lot. is the Dead Sea. Because the Dead Sea does not flow. But you know the Dead Sea is one of the richest places on earth, as I speak to you. But go there, you can float. Because everything is damaged under there. Things are going off. It's so rich that the Dead Sea is smelling. You know, it acquires so much that it became arrogant. So when you see a man that is arrogant because of what he has, he's a Dead Sea. Call him Dead Sea. <laughs> His nickname is Dead Sea. Rich, but going nowhere. Wealthy, but not flowing. If you get this mentality, you'll be like Abraham. He said, I will bless you and you'll be a blessing. Listen, God is not into not blessing people anymore. So you say, no, God, we, when you are Christian, God say we must be, you must just live with small. Who told you so? God said live with small because you won't be able to manage big. <laughs> and that's what that, because, because a man that can position himself and say, God, I have seen the need around me. I have seen the kingdom. I'm lifting up my hands. Bless me so that I can be a blessing. A man that can vow to God like that, that man will never go down. Satan can try everything he wants. He will never go down. Hallelujah. So Joshua come, part the water. Hallelujah. Now, Elijah comes. (laughs) Elijah come. God does not talk to Elijah about his hands. God does not talk to Elijah about a priest. Because these two people, Joshua and Moses, were caring people. They were leading people. Elijah came by himself, just with Elisha. And they get to the same Jordan. They get to the Jordan, and, and Elijah does not even talk to God. He takes his garment. We were speaking. Bah! And the water walks. You understand that God moves from, 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 from a, a, a pattern to another one. First pattern, hands. We're coming down now. First pattern, hand. Second pattern, feet. Third pattern, coat. Hit it. He does not even talk to the water. He hit it. And the water withdrew. And the guy walks. Then he walks with Elisha. Then he goes to heaven. Elisha, I'm alone here. The water is already close. <laughs> what must I do? <laughs> we came together, he's gone. He took the garments. He went to the water. He was not trusting himself yet. Because there is a place in your life where you rely on the one that taught you. And there's a place in your life where you grow up where 
your relationship with him has become different. You are not praying his prayer anymore. You are praying your prayers. That one, I'm shocked that ministers that grow, they are big and they are still talking like their mentors. I say, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you never disconnected in the spirit. You don't need to talk like him because you are unique. You can just learn from him and do what God has called you. You don't need to wear his shoes. You don't need to comb your hair like him. You don't need all this. Imagine divine, everybody wants to be like me. It would be very funny because here, <laughs> look at Leon. How is he going to be like me? <laughs> eh, he's almost gone. Eh? How, is he, <laughs> eh, how is he going to be like me? Come on. Huh? How do you ask Lucian to be like me? So, I'm so glad that God gave us people that we can copy one another in the style. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, Elisha said, take the coats. And he hits the water. And he speaks. He does not speak to the water. He speaks to the legacy. He said, where is the God of Elijah? So, he was not speaking to the water. He was not speaking to Elijah. He was speaking to the legacy that Elijah left behind. I will say, pa, the water opens up. He walks. Hey, 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 hey. Now here comes Jesus. Here comes Jesus. He comes again with the water. And the Bible says, if you read, I want to give you, I'll give you a scripture of Jesus. In Matthew, chapter number 22. If you read from verse 22 to 25. The Bible says, after Jesus has been to preach, he stayed behind dismissing the crowd. I don't know if you caught what I say. He stayed behind dismissing I thought it was the ushers that dismissed the crowd and the preacher goes. The ushers were sent forth and the preacher stayed with the crowd. And he started to dismiss them. Imagine many people. And Jesus does not care about a bodyguard. I know they were not so much maybe criminal like now. Now it's, be careful. Somebody can shoot you for nothing. So, <laughs> Jesus dismissed them. And then, he's in front of a the water. Then, he does not use his name. He does not use legacy. He walks on the water. Because it makes no difference to him. Water, boat or not, is God. Works. So, so remember, we have transited eh, from hand stretch to foot to mantle. Now we're walking on the water. Hallelujah. That's the glory. Jesus comes and embodies the Father. Walk on water. Because for him, water or not, is still dry land. He does not see any difference. Meaning, he does not worry about the situation. He just do what the Father says. And he just follows the Father. That's all. After Jesus, here we come. 
here we come. Philip went to preach. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter number 8, verse 37 to 640. On the water, they get to baptize. Water. Philip got to the water, baptized a man, and Philip disappears. Jesus never did that. Philip, he said, me, I'm not walking. I'm flying. (laughs) (laughs) So Philip, with his whole body, boom, Azotus is found himself in that city. And he preached the gospel there. And then I remember what Jesus says in John 14, 12. He said, you will do what I've done, but greater than this you shall do because I am going to the Father. So you understand that we have moved from one dimension to another order. Whereby now, we are not moving just like Moses, just like these people. We are moving in the realm of glory. And the glory is inside of you. So now when you encounter a problem, instead of praying like Moses, and instead of behaving like Elijah, I know some people want to be Elijah. (laughs) Instead of behaving like Elijah and all this, behave like a son of God. Because he said, the whole earth is waiting for the revealing of the sons of God. Those who have come to understand the heart of the Father and move like him. These are the people he's waiting for. We have moved from Moses to you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so now we sing, these are the days of the saints. Righteousness being restored. Hallelujah. And, 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 and the day of Elijah is true because I said before the coming of the Lord, Elijah will come. But the Elijah is talking about is a spirit. Not a man. It's a spirit. And you understand the spirit of Elijah, the spirit of intercession, and the spirit of declaration. So he said before Jesus come, there will be a travailing of intercession that the sins of, of, of the Lord will start to enter a deep realm of intercession, not for themselves, but for the people. That's why he talked about reconciliation. Because intercession brings reconciliation in the place where there can be reconciliation. So it means that we can, if we stand on our knees, we can bring reconciliation between Russia and Ukraine because we are children of the Most High God. Hallelujah. We can all stand.